something to say. Today I have a special guest on with me. I have got my cousin Ashley on with me, and she is, we have seven of us grandchildren on my mama's side, and me and her are a couple years age difference, but we've been talking since I started this podcast, and uh, she wants to tell us about her IVF journey. Um, so I'm going to let her take the wheel and something that I do want to, I want to thank you for my mama Betty before she passed away in January, Ashley would play the podcast for her. So she called me sometime in September. She FaceTimed me and said, your program's real good. And it just made my heart happy. So thank you for letting my mom hear the podcast. So, but I'm going to turn it over to you and let you take off. All right. Yeah, she was super proud of you. Uh, she loved listening to it. So that was something we look forward to every week. But, um, well, it's good to be here, and I appreciate Kayla letting me do this. Um, this is something that is near and dear to my heart. And, it, you know, it used to be, I guess, a taboo maybe is the right word to use. But, um, you know, when I, I have two boys, and uh, my, my first son is... Well and a half, if you can believe that. Um, time flies by. Yes, it does. But I got pregnant with him super, super easy. So um, the thought of ever having to do IVF was just not ever in my mind. Um, you know, I had heard about it, but never, I was one of those people, that's never going to happen to me. And we've all been there. So um, for for me to be able to, you know, to share my story um, is, I, I hope it helps somebody. But, um, so I will start in, I guess, March of 2015. We had struggled to get pregnant again. Gage uh, was four at the time, four and a half. And, you know, of course, I was dying to have another baby, and it just was not happening. So I went to the doctor and just went to a regular doctor at first, and he wanted to do some exploratory surgery. And so we did that first because he had originally put me on Clome, and I think is what it's called, to help, I guess, produce more eggs. Mm -hmm. And so we did that first, didn't work. So we did the exploratory surgery next. And when I woke up for my surgery, Chris, my husband, uh, was sitting beside of me. And I could tell something was wrong. And the doctor came in and he said, well, he said, this is not the news that I, I want to give you. But both of your um, fallopian tubes are completely full of scar tissue. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't want to even try to clean those out because if I clean them out, then I would have had to end up doing a hysterectomy on you. And so oh, we wow. didn't want to do that. So um, so he said, really, your only choice at this point is IVF. So, um, of course, I was heartbroken, and um, I had a really rough couple of weeks, and I just did not really know what the next steps were because at the time, you know, that's just a big finance to look at. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. Yeah. And so I just didn't think that was ever an option. And so we kind of just put having a baby on the back burner for a little bit. I was just, I moved on with my life for a a little while. And then we decided, we started talking about it a little bit more. And then in October, we uh, just, I don't know if it was like just one of those, uh, I think of, uh, what is her name? (laughs) 
Regis and Kathy Lee. Kathy Lee. Kathy Lee gave me yes. I'm sorry. Her her last name like totally slipped my mind. But you know, I think of uh, she has these mm-hmm. God wink moments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a God wink moment. And I don't know if it was just like he was speaking to me and saying, okay, it's time. So um, we went to Dr. Assad and, um, in Johnson City, and I met him and his beautiful, wonderful wife that I, I still keep in contact with her to this day. But we met with them and just started the process. And um, it, every, I'm just going to say everything worked out, I guess, the way God planned. Mm-hmm. And I know everybody's IVF journey is not like mine. Everyone is different. But just to make a long story short, um, I went through um, just all the testing. And, you know, he's, he pretty much, I had to go through ultrasound after ultrasound. I had to do a histiogram, which is where they went in and double-checked to make sure I had no openings in my fallopian tubes which I had on my left one, I did have a very small opening in my left one. But he said, there's, he said, honestly, if you did happen to get pregnant on your own, you would probably have an eptopic pregnancy. So he said, I really don't even want that to happen. Mm -hmm. So um, after all the tests, we decided to um, go ahead and do the IVF. And, um, you know, I'll just... The steps are grueling emotionally and physically. You know, all the hormone shots and things like that uh, for um, a couple of months, you know, to get you there is, is, is hard. But in the end, we did, I got, they have to do um, an egg retrieval. And I got six eggs, which is not a lot. Some women can get up to 20. Oh, wow. So, um, and usually women in their 20s can get a lot of mm-hmm. eggs because, of course, they're more more fertile. Right. And um, I was 33 at the time, 34. I was 34 at the time. So I was a little bit older. But it's funny because there's like this this mark, you know, Dr. Saw told me, normally after, I don't know why it is, but, you know, usually 34, 35, they mm-hmm. say after that, it's harder to yeah. get more eggs. So anyways, I was at that fine line. So I got six eggs. Um, and so then they have to test them and, you know, see, okay, are these good enough mm-hmm. to make embryos out of or not? So I went back to work after my egg retrieval, and um, I got a phone call a couple of days later, and they said, we saved four of your eggs. Oh, wow. Uh, we got four embryos. Mm-hmm. So I did have four embryos that were, were good, and so we did the embryo um, transfer on a Sunday, and they put two embryos in me, and then we froze two. I did get pregnant on my first embryo transfer, which okay. is a blessing. Uh, that does not always happen. Mm-hmm. But they said where I had been pregnant before, mm-hmm. that helped me. Okay. That so, yes. Okay. Uh, because, you know, when you first get pregnant, you know, that's a foreign, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It's foreign, you know, to your body. So, of course, your body wants to reject it. So, where I had already been pregnant before, they said that was a plus okay. for me. So, like I said, that doesn't always happen for people. You know, some people go through, you know, five, yeah. ten 
rounds of it. Rounds of it. So and how I can't long imagine. Was your, how long was from beginning to the time you got pregnant? Okay, so this is this is crazy because it flew by. Okay. You know, at the time when I was doing it, I felt like it was, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make it through this. But, but after you get it done, you're like, oh my gosh. So from the end of October mm-hmm. in 2015, that's when I started, you know, my medicines mm-hmm. and everything like that. And then I took my first pregnancy test the second week of December. I think so, yeah. It was like the middle of December is when I took my pregnancy test because um, I told all of my close family members on December 23rd. Okay, okay. Yeah, that I was pregnant. So that's pretty quick. It's quick. Okay. It's quick. Um, You know, like I said, at the time, you think it's, it's, oh, my gosh, it's not going to happen. But then, you know, it just, everything went by so quick. But, yeah, that's that's it. And he's, um, like I said, there was, you know, I went for my ultrasound, my first ultrasound. And, honestly, I had had blood work to show that I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And they say the higher your numbers are. Mm -hmm. Your HCG levels. The more likely you're pregnant with twins. Well, that first blood test I took, my numbers were really high. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't had an ultrasound yet. So, you know, I called my sister. My sister has twins, and Kayla can tell mm-hmm. you about all that. My family has several <laughs> twins. Well, maybe we'll do a story on story that. Story just on the Yes. But anyway, so my sister's like, you're pregnant with twins. I know you are. But I went for my first ultrasound, and there was just one heartbeat, and which... I was thankful for that mm-hmm. <laughs> because I had went through, you know, the twins with my sister. So I know how hard it is. But uh, so he was, uh, yeah, I had one heartbeat. And then um, he was born July the 3rd, 2016. He was, let's see, gestational weeks. He was 28 weeks and five days. So he was about 12 weeks early. But um, we had to do a NICU stay for 20 days, which was another blessing. Yeah, that's um, pretty good he, early. He did so good. He was a huge preemie. Mm-hmm. He weighed 4 pounds, 3 ounces. Um, he looked like a monster compared to some of those babies mm-hmm. in there. But um, but he's a, he's my wild child. You know, he's I tell everybody, he is. <laughs> he's the one that I prayed for, and by George, God <laughs> gave me a good one, so... <laughs> But um, on your toes. Yes, yes. But um, to continue my IVF journey, um, I wanted to I use my other two embryos. And um, so I waited until Holden was two, and we tried again. And uh, the second time, uh, we just, I, I, you know, I still had to do the medicine and stuff, but I didn't have to do, like, the egg retrieval or any okay. of that stuff. So we already had the embryos. Mm-hmm. They just had to be unfrozen mm-hmm. and, you know, placed in me. Okay. And when they unfroze them, only one made it. Okay. And so they were only able to put one inside of me, and it did not take. So I did not get pregnant the second time. Uh, which was okay. I was, you know, I was, I was upset, and but it just wasn't God's will. Mm. So, but like I said, there's so many ups and downs in the IVF journey, and I know so many women are embarrassed that they have to do that. And I was at first. I'm not gonna lie. Um, this is the first time I've really shared my story, you know, with strangers. Mm. But, um, but it's. Uh, it's a story that I like to tell because, you know, you're not alone. 
Mm-hmm. There's so many women that have to go through this, and um, it's it's a hard journey. But when you see that little face, you know mm-hmm. it's it's all worth it in the end. So yeah, that's got to be hard, physically, emotionally, mentally, all the all the things yes, exhausting. It is on top of your regular life or mm-hmm. already being a mom and yes. all the things. You know, I would say reach out to like groups. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many um, Facebook, you know, groups and stuff with the IVF journey. It's uh, Dylan from NBC, mm-hmm. the weather, weather girl. Dylan Dyer. Yes, I Dylan love Dyer. Love her. Um, her story is a lot like mine. I didn't know that. Yes, okay. yes. You know, she had already gotten pregnant with her first mm-hmm. son, and then I think she had a miscarriage. And then yeah, I remember that. She was actually, but her, you know, she had a C-section, mm-hmm with her first mm-hmm. and so her body had built up all that scar tissue and I actually probably should have started with that but I had had a c-section with okay. Gage okay. and my body just creates so much scar tissue mm-hmm. and they said that's where okay you know the scar that's tissue crazy. and Dylan was a lot like that but Dylan had actually started on her IVF journey and then she surprisingly got pregnant mm-hmm. you know so um yeah. She's got three, She's got three boys now, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I, you know, there's so many stories out there mm-hmm. and, you know, the, you know, you're not alone. That's, you know, that's what I, I want to tell people. Um, but the more, I guess, that I've been through this, it's funny, like you hear stories, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll I know you know that, yeah. you know, with, with yours. So, yeah. but everybody has a story. Um, everybody has a story and sometimes they're hard to share, but yes. if you ever can get vulnerable and share them yes. you don't know who you can help yes it's better to know you're sure. not alone versus yes. feeling like oh i'm the only one going through this so absolutely thank you for sharing all you're of welcome that. like she said if you know you want to share your story and you think this is the platform that you want to it's not a very big platform but we do have several listeners and uh, i'm sure your story would also help someone else but it's okay to talk about that even if it's just find you a therapist or a friend or or something that you can get that off your chest because it it just helps to talk about things sometimes if you want to email me you can do that at something to say with kayla at gmail.com and we will see you all again in a couple weeks after the week